Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empowered to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Basha, and today I have all the way from Australia, uh, a beautiful human that I had uh, the privilege of crossing paths with over Facebook, I believe it was. <laughs> so Tanya Eva is a spiritual life guide, sorry, spiritual life coach and human design guide. And she's also a podcast host. So I also had the privilege of being on her podcast. Tanya, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's it's um a real, real pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. So Tanya, we always start with the concept of being empowered to grow. That's the name of the podcast. And that's kind of part of my belief system. But I also love to ask what does empower to grow mean to you? How does that phrase resonate with you? <clears throat> wow. Um, it means actually so much to me because I lived most of my life very disempowered. And so um, it's interesting because I think that, I don't know if any other women can relate to this, but for me, I had this kind of idea that I was empowered for most of my life yeah I was successful in my career I you know was a go-getter I was really ambitious I you know finished year 12 went to university did all the things I should do um and I found myself at a crossroads about when I was 28 years old and my whole kind of I had a spiritual awakening and all of that and I just kind of really woke up to the fact that I wasn't really living in alignment with my true self and, um, and yeah, and I had to deal with a lot of um, just a lot of past trauma that I didn't even know was there. And so I think, but I, but I saw myself as an empowered woman, yeah. um, but it wasn't until I kind of awakened that I realized actually I was living my life very much in a state of survival, which to me, I mean, I guess you could say, I mean, I wouldn't say it's disempowered to be in a state of survival, but uh, because, you know, a lot of the world is in that state. Yes. Um, but there were many things that um, were not serving me. I think it's one thing to be in a state of survival. It's another thing to live your life in a way where everything around you is not serving you and supporting your growth. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, empowerment means a lot to me. It's actually, it's actually everything. And I don't think a lot of people really know what it means. Um, yeah. but I think you can discover that for yourself and what it means for you. That's, that's very true. And, and I relate to your story as well. And in, in the sense mm -hmm. that I thought I was empowered, I was going through with my checklist and everything. Yeah. Only my awakening happened at 40 saying, hang on yeah. a second, you know, what would yeah. just happen there? And I think we, <laughs> Yeah, I want to I think we are in, I think we are empowered, but I just want to make the the distinction between um yeah, being in survival and and I realizing okay. Yeah, like what's what's serving me and not serving me yeah. around me. Because yeah. for me there was um just a lot of toxic relationships that um I I wasn't aware of. I didn't even know what I needed because yeah. of a lot of childhood trauma. So, yeah. That's that's 
very relatable to say the least mm-hmm. okay so from where you stand today you're not only empowered to grow but you also empower others to grow so yeah. tell us a bit more about your story oh well it's interesting you know how like you end up in a place like this in your life and you're like it was just always meant to be this way yeah and I feel like I feel like I really had to take the long road and that might sound crazy to people because they might look at me and be like, oh, well, you're young, well, I'm 33. But I'm like, yeah, I do feel like I took the long road in some aspect because of um, because of the choices that I made and because of past trauma and things like that. Um, but so my story, I, I was, my background is in corporate marketing. I was working at an online dating company for five years. I worked at, you know, big multinational media advertising agencies. I moved to Sydney when I finished university and I was very much just like, um, you know, chasing, chasing this, this dream that was very unconscious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was chasing an ideal. Um, I was, yeah, I was chasing an ideal. I wasn't chasing, um, fulfillment and I was chasing what was sold to me as the key to happiness. And it was always a story of, I'll be happy when I reach this. I'll be happy when I reach that. And um, it wasn't until I actually started making six figures in my corporate career and I turned 28 years old and I realized everything that was sold to me or what I thought was supposed to be success, um, I felt completely empty inside. And it was a huge, huge like kind of slap, uh, like a slap in the face, but more like a... um, can't really explain it but yeah like a like a yeah like a slap in the face like a big wake-up call like what are you doing I Um, call it the the ice bucket moment yes yes yeah I had many um yeah and it's interesting though because when I look back there were so many signs there were so many signs I had I had so I had panic attacks at university I was having anxiety attacks at work when I lived in Sydney you know I was traveling two hours each way on a train just to get to work um because of chasing some ideal like I thought um and and I tied I tied all of my um work to my sense of safety and I had no self-trust Mm-hmm. And so I, it was really, yeah, I had to unravel all of that and find a new way to find safety. And it wasn't in work. It was in my self-trust. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and so I quit my corporate career in 2018 and I had no plan. I really had no plan. I wasn't like that entrepreneur that was like, oh, yeah, you know, grew my business to six figures and then I quit my corporate job. Like, Mine was not planned at all. I had no plan. I had no idea what I wanted, what I wanted to do. Um, I felt um, really, really lost. Um, but I also knew that it was the right thing to do. And so I went on. Um, it was, it was, that, it was that point where you're like, it's more painful to stay than it is to go. Yeah. Even though there was so much uncertainty. And I think everyone will maybe relate to that at some point in their life where they're like, it's no longer a question of, oh, should I or should I not? It's like, no, it's too painful to stay. So I have to go. And um, I took a I took a one month hiatus and I went to Bali for a month. 
And um, I really was just, yeah, living like a hippie and just like, I just was like, I don't know. I was just, I was just letting the universe take me wherever it went. And I met some amazing people and I, um, I met actually, yeah, so many amazing people that were living like Bali is like a, the hub for like digital nomads. And so I met all these people who were living lives of freedom, all these Westerners. And I was like, it, in that moment, I was so inspired and I really connected with a lot of them and I had, you know, the same dreams and ambitions. But if I'm honest, it felt so far away from where I was. Mm-hmm. It felt so far away. And that is where my um, podcast, Closer Than You Think, came from. So I have a podcast that I created and it's called Closer Than You Think because at that time it felt so far away from where I was. I thought, I'm going to have to do like so much work. I'm going to have to invest. I'm going to have to like go back to university. I had like, I'm going to have to invest all this money. Like I just felt like it was so far away from where I was. I felt so um, disempowered yeah, and just really like, like help, like helpless in a way, yeah. like, okay, this is going to take so long. And then it just made me very disheartened. Yes. And so, yeah, there was all these people living their dreams, chasing their passions, pursuing their passions. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. And um, and yeah, but in saying that, I still, I still tried a lot of things. You know, I tried um, network marketing. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of. Yeah, there are some companies like Isogenics. <clears throat> I tried, you know, marketing and selling their products, and I, um, I tried um, affiliate marketing, like. You know, I started dabbling in a lot of things and just trying things, but everything just didn't feel, it all felt surface level to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, and I started to really learn a lot about myself and like, okay, how much of this is, you know, just my beliefs and like some maybe negative beliefs that are holding me back? How much, and then how much of this is like, am I just on the wrong path altogether? Yeah. Um, yeah and so just a lot of self-discovery in those years um and it's it's what's given birth actually to a lot of the work that I do now and it's really helped me build a foundation of how to actually create my reality because I had no idea how to actually create my reality and I think a lot of people um, you know, even all the manifestation teachers and the manifestation world at the moment, which is beautiful. I think there's so much positivity, mm-hmm. but I still think there's a lack of real foundational knowledge of like what it takes to create your reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's given birth to a lot of the work that I do now. I really, you know, I work with, you know, I do hum- human design and gene keys and I work a lot with energy. So, and, and all of the energy bodies, but my gift is really in transmuting emotions. So I'm like, I can really tell if somebody is suppressing something, holding something back, not speaking their truth, doubting themselves. And so then I use modalities like human design, gene keys, like tools like that um, to, um, to really get them to transmute some of those shadow frequencies. Mm-hmm into these higher vibrations that really sets them on the right path and helps them just enjoy the process a lot more because even though I was on this path of self-discovery I really wasn't enjoying it all that much 
Like I was just dabbling in a lot of things. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm not really passionate. I'm trying. It's like, it's like I was trying to be passionate about things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like but I just yourself to swallow the pill because everyone else worked for everyone else, but exactly. Exactly. Well, I was being marketed to. Yeah. yeah. And this is why I'm also really passionate about marketing and so marketing and business. And that's how I kind of fuse the two together. I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs, but I also work with, you know, women who are just trying to self-discover and find their true purpose. So, um, yeah, and so the self-discovery journey in itself is just really, yeah, just really like a like a rebirth in yeah. itself. Yeah. <laughs> it and was you, like I was reborn. From that perspective, you actually found your own subjective path to empowerment because that yeah. is what it's about is just realizing yes. who you are and where your core, core competences mm-hmm. are in alignment with what's your vision and yeah. what you want to, to have out of it. Yeah. yeah. And I met, yeah, definitely. And I met a lot of like, I met a lot of relationship coaches and I had been, I had been consuming content online, like since I was really young, like mm-hmm. probably in my early twenties. Like, I don't know if you know, I used to watch Preston Smiles and Alexi, um, Alexi, they're like a couple. I don't know. Them. They're like a motivational couple and they have like a lot of YouTube videos. And um, years ago, like almost like eight or 10 years ago, I used to watch like they were like babies. I think they were just starting out their coaching journey. Yeah. But I just was so fascinated by their life because I was like, oh, look, like they're, they're, they're doing all of these like, you know, projects that are so meaningful in the world and they were like traveling to Africa and they had a non-profit they were doing coaching they were creating motivational videos and I just kind of saw that and was so um amazed and I just like I was like I I want to do something like that but again I it was so far off from where I was I had I didn't even think it was like a possibility like yeah. I was so my lack of confidence my lack of self-expression my my voice I hadn't developed my voice I hadn't developed any of that mm-hmm. and so um so yeah I I was watching a lot of that and I'd invested a lot in personal development um because yeah I pretty much had to I pretty much had to reparent myself yeah. from the moment I left school yeah <laughs> the moment I got out into the real world I really had to reparent myself and and so yeah then it wasn't until I dabbled in all of those different ventures and 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 mind you I I had a skill already I was working in corporate marketing and I was generating you know I was doing Facebook ads and Google ads and I was an expert in that yeah and I was helping some I worked for you know a couple of coaches and I was helping them you know generate you know over a thousand leads a week and doubling their revenue. And I was, I had this skill and that's why it was even for me. Like I spent 10 years developing this skill set and working with entrepreneurs and it wasn't my, it wasn't my genius. And Mm. and I knew that it was so hard for me because I was like, this is not my genius zone. Mm. And, and I just knew it. And so there was just so much efforting and so much trying. And it was just like, it just got more painful every day. And so um, it wasn't until I actually got fired, um, funnily enough, and it was the biggest blessing. But at the time it was extremely terrifying because I had nothing to fall back on and like nothing. I was pretty much like down to my last bit of savings. 
had spent so much on just like I traveled a lot in my 20s I invested in so much personal development I was just yeah I was pretty much down to my last bit of savings and it was either like move back in with my mom or be homeless that's what it was yeah and um I'm actually estranged from my family like by choice because of um yeah because just it's just not possible and there's just a lot of um unhealed generational trauma there and yeah and so after many efforts of trying I had to make the choice to go no no contact so it was a really terrifying time in my life and I had to basically just but you know as as it happens because of the little bit of good karma that I did build up over my life I met my soulmate and um, he lived in this very small little country town which is about eight hours away from where I live Mm -hmm. where I lived um, which is the, I lived on the Gold Coast in Australia. It was like a beautiful beach town and quite a big city. Um, but this is like a really small country town. There's like a population of 7,000 people. Anyway, he lived here and I was like, well, I've got nothing tying me down. Like I was basically ready to just let go of my career altogether. I was yeah. like, I'm just done with this career life. I don't even care. I, like I just let my ego die in that moment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, yeah and so then I moved here and it's kind of that's when I started my coaching journey that's when I discovered the coaching industry and was like oh I can be a coach and I don't need to go to university for 10 years to do it yeah and I already felt like I had been that person for everyone in my life and so yeah if you're watching this you probably are if you're a healer if you're a coach you know if you're a guide in any way like you probably feel like you've been that person for your friends and your family and just maybe in your workplace, like yeah. you just feel like you've been that. And it was just like, it just seemed like so correct and so aligned. And so, yeah. And so then I started my 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 coaching journey and my coaching business. That's amazing. So from where yeah. you stand today, what advice would you go back and impart on your 19-year-old self? 19? Yes. Mm. To be honest, I, um, so I was at university and Look, I won't say nobody forced me to go. Nobody forced me to go to university. Nobody, I'm not a victim in any way. Like nobody forced me to do that. But all of my choices came from what was expected of me and what I should do. Yeah. And also there was no social media back then. Mm. Like back when I was 19, there was no social media. There were much more limited pathways. Yes. Um, And so I really felt like it was just the only option. There was just no other option for me. It was like if I want to make a life for myself and a lot of my desires of wanting to be successful in life came from um, came from this desire of wanting to be liberated from being dependent on my family and my parents. Hmm. And I didn't know I didn't know that at the time, but I know that now. I think it's important for every child to be liberated from their parents, but mine was like this really unconscious driver yeah. of um, of freedom because I had been so uh, overprotected and um, emotionally abused in lots of ways. So mm-hmm. it was really like a strong drive. And, yeah, and I went to university and I, um, I studied business, marketing, and um, I really thought, you know, I was just, I loved, I just loved, working with people. I loved the idea of marketing and advertising and helping people grow. And, you know, I just loved that. So, yeah. And then when I finished, so what I would say to my 19 year old self, 
honestly, I probably would just say keep uh, keep following your intuition because yeah. you know what? When I look back, um, I will say I was so committed and so dedicated and me finishing that degree helped me create a six-figure career, helped me be independent. I didn't ever have to ask anyone for money. I was completely independent for 10 years. And, and yeah, and I traveled the world and I just self-discovered and I did all of these things. And so, um, but I was always kind of one step ahead of the game. Like when I finished university, I knew I wanted to be in digital marketing because I knew that was the future. I think, you know, knowing where the future is going and where it's heading, yeah. it can really support you in your career. That's true. Um, yeah. So I was always kind of ahead of the game, just like empathically, I just knew, like intuitively, mm-hmm. I just knew that was the future and that's where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I would say, you know, back then I-, I finished university and I did the thing, but if something had come up that um, that, you know, would have led me on a different path that was more aligned, I would have taken it. Um, I think I just, I, I just stayed committed to what was true for me in that moment. And so, yeah, I would just say, um, I would just say, yeah, keep following, keep following your intuition, even if it's, yeah, keep following, um, yeah, where you're being guided, even if you're not, you know, because back then I didn't know I was not operating in my true self or I had lots of trauma and all these yeah. things, but it still led me to where I'm supposed to be today. So, so yeah, there's no wrong in it. Exactly. Um, okay. Then the trajectory to the future. Mm. What if your 90 year old self is to send you a message to thank you oh. now? what would it be? Mm. She would just say, keep being brave, keep being brave, keep being courageous, keep following your passion. Um, and don't, don't give up. Yeah. Okay. It would just, she would just say, keep being brave. So yeah. Cause you don't want to have any regrets. Like, yeah. Yeah, and if I had stayed in my corporate career or if I was still there umming and ahhing, like I would just be in a a whirlwind of regret. So, yeah. Okay. So my final question. You're on a stage Mm -hmm. and you're talking to tens of thousands of women and it is about being empowered to grow. What would be that last message you leave them with? Mm. I would say... Stop trying to change yourself. You are enough. You were born enough. You are whole already. And and yeah, and just keep keep self-discovering and keep learning and keep growing and just keep being brave. Yeah. I love that. So bravery is definitely a theme that we're taking away today and and it is about that it's about discovering yourself as being brave enough to stop to um take a take a moment to find out who you truly are because you are amazing as is yeah like you know I think in the self-development space we tend to do a lot of things because we want to change ourselves we want to change our life 
which is fine and it's beautiful. But what happens is, is that creates a lot of resistance. Yeah. And it, it, it changes our timeline. It's why things take longer. It's why people fail. There's just all this resistance. And um, yeah, if I could even go back two or three years, I would just say, stop trying to change yourself and just learn to be with yourself yeah. and then move from that place. And I know it's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, it's not easy, <laughs> but yeah. it is necessary. And yeah. I think when it is, you're saying. the very notion, the very notion of us trying to change ourselves is the opposite of love. And so bravery is really over, like transmuting that fear into love. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Mm. Tanya, thank you so much for this. Um, Like sharing your energy and sharing your wisdom and your experiences with us. Where can our viewers and listeners find you in virtual space? Yeah. So I hang out mostly on my Instagram um, at Tanya Eva. Okay. We're going to have all your links anyway in our show notes. Yeah. But uh, for everyone who wants to connect, but as I said, thank you, because as you're saying, I think the bottom line is it's not trying to change ourselves, but it's actually, I believe uh, personally, and I think what you're resonating with is self um, development is actually about discovering yourself. It's about revealing your core and your essence. And that in itself need not change. Yeah. Well, the purpose, I mean, the purpose of this life is to, is simply to uh, integrate, actually. It's to become whole. It's to be the truest expression of ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. that. Thank you so much, Tanya. And I know that we're going to have further conversations in our Uncharted discussion. But for now, I wish that you discover yourself the way you are meant to be and to love yourself wholly and fully. And um, as always, I wish you love, abundance, and prosperity. And I'm going to see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love abundance and prosperity to you all.